1: Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to Sims and Lefko Week 17 Picks, where we are going to break down every single game against the spread and tell you where you should probably not bet your money, because it's been a rough year for Sims and Lefko. That and hasn't been, been a rough year for you, has it? Yeah, it's been okay. Okay. If you listen to our analysis and then make your own picks, that's how we recommend you take this. Yes. Because a lot of people tell us that we just we give good information and they right. pick the wrong team.
0: Yeah, I would recommend you guys just don't bet on this crap, okay? That's oh, especially. Especially week 17.
1: Jeez. I want to give a special shout out to Paul Kang, who has written negative responses to every single one of my Left Go locks, and yet he's joining us here. Pour tonight. it on, Paul. Paul. Crab I appreciate, ball. over him. I appreciate Paul for being a loyal viewer. <laughs> he is a loyal Thank viewer. Thank you so much, Thank man. Thank you. I wish I had friends as loyal as you. I tell you, I wish I had some picks that went my way last week. Let's take a look at I'm how we did interested. in week 16. Uh, Sims. Wow. Went okay. seven, eight, and one. I went six, nine, and one, so I have a one-pick lead. But in terms of money, Sims made 560. I lost Sims's favorite number, 420. 420, where's the bong at? And, uh, yeah, (laughs) Sims for the season is down 4,100. I am down 1,250. We have decided we are going to keep this going into the playoffs, so Sims still has a chance to catch me. Yes. Which is good. I mean, yes,
0: it's the NFL. Don't make it like it's like a disclaimer, like we're going to keep this show going just so he has a chance to catch. The freaking season keeps going, okay? It does. And we bet. And And lefko has got to get out Canvasser, I want Lefko's picks in before we do episode 147 on the podcast. I don't want him stealing my information and then using it against me the next day for picks.
1: I love doing that. Disclaimer. I love using my brain and your information together. To beat me. <laughs> we'll take over the world. Uh, there's no Thursday night games, uh, but look, no Saturday games. It's a ton of 1 o'clock and a ton of 4 o'clocks, Jeez. and I appreciate it. The one thing I want to say before we get to the games all these James Harrison quotes that came out yesterday. Yeah, right. Bud Dupree saying he was never there, never right. listened. Uh, all these Steelers taking shots at him. Did it change your opinion of James Harrison to learn to learn he didn't even see Ryan Shazier in the hospital?
0: I mean, it, it changed my opinion just in the fact that you know maybe not quite as professional as I would have expected from James Harrison. Right. Listen, he's disgruntled. He felt like they kind of promised him a little more playing time. He didn't get any playing time. He complained about it. The squeaky wheel usually does get the oil in the NFL, especially, right. where they'll always say, you know, don't be that guy. But that's the only guy that the coaches listen to is the guy that complains all the time. But uh, I-, I also see his side of the story to where he wants to go play. Yes, His career's not over. But I, I also see the player's side. they oh, are yeah. not going to let him leave town squeaky clean and like, oh, the Steelers did me bad and they're at fault here. No, they're going to call him out on some of this bullcrap. Him sleeping in reclining chairs, him leaving the stadium when it he finds out he's inactive. Me, I know. The,
1: the image we always see of him is one of. I'm the man. I'm right. gonna do what I need. Well, do. maybe that's the problem. He thinks he's the man too much, and he doesn't help out anybody else. Well, there's one good place to get some humble pie, and that's New England. Oh yeah. We're gonna it. start off first with a team that has been getting humble pie for my entire life, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, 0-15. Hugh Jackson has already said that he is going to jump in Lake Erie after another 15-loss season. When is he gonna do it? I mean, I it's know. not it's like, safe for his health like this time of the year. He's like a high school gym teacher. Well, if we don't win again, I'm gonna jump in Lake Erie. <laughs> when if game! Well, he's trying. Uh, they're taking on the Steelers. Uh, they're twelve and three. They're eleven point favorites in this game. The Steelers are, you know, they're, they're playing the to still get the buy. Yeah, they uh, have the buy. No matter what, so this is they can if, get they the number one seed if, still if New England somehow falters. Right. Uh, I just am not going to bet on the Cleveland Browns, but I also could see Cleveland Browns being the most motivated team this entire weekend because who wants to go down in history and join the Lions? Nobody. But I'm only putting $10 on the Pittsburgh Steelers just because they should win by 11. Mm -hmm. And... I just, but I don't want to. I'm not betting on Cleveland.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I hear you. I'm putting ten dollars on the Browns. Of course. Okay, it's eleven point spread. They're gonna give, I think, their last ditch effort, everything they have to avoid the embarrassment, like you said, of going zero and sixteen. Left go. Am I gonna be shocked if Pitt blows them out? No, but. Uh, I do expect Cleveland to fight here in a game that certainly has, I don't know, a little bit more meaning to them than the Steelers. You know, not that the Steelers don't have meaning here, but they know they're in the playoffs. They know they're a one or two seed. Yes. Uh, They know they're the better team, and that can lead to a semi-letdown, so I'll be interested.
1: Again, we are doing all of the games and once we get towards the games that we think have playoff implications, we'll kind of give you the shortened down breakdown. We were doing this before the show of what it means for every team. It's a laundry list of stuff. I'd rather break it down as we keep going. Cool. Let's move next to Washington at the Giants. This is a game that really has no meaning, but it has been an absolutely disastrous month for the New York Giants. They officially have suspended more cornerbacks this season than they have wins. Eli Apple... Dominique Rogers, camardi and Janoris Jenkins. That's three suspensions. That's two wins. It's been bad. I look at Washington, and I see a team that is actually playing very competitive the last month. And I see them. They beat the Denver Broncos. They beat the Arizona Cardinals. They cover the spread in both of those games. And I look at this as the... I'm just going to say F-you-pay-me game for Kirk Cousins. Right. This is the go out there. The Giants defense, they let up all those passing yards to Nick Foles. They get shut out against the Arizona Cardinals. They're still playing Eli Manning, which to me is absolutely befuddling. Why not see Davis Webb? It's one of my biggest bets of the week. I am going $300 on the Washington Redskins. Wow. Um, I know this game means nothing, right? but I think that Washington has been one of those teams all year where I feel like they have outperformed their injuries, right. and I think that they have a better coaching staff, and I don't think the Giants have any idea what's going on right now, and Washington's going, let's punch this team one more time right in the face and, and show that we are a good team. I think Washington had one of the hardest schedules in the entire league this they year. They did. Certainly. And, and I think that they're a, still a good football team, and I think Kirk Cousins is going to go and tear up that Giants secondary.
0: Yeah, I mean, I expect the Washington Redskins to win. These games are tough to pick because it's, it's truly an emotion game. And I'm going to try to th- talk you guys through emotions and things like that, just the things I see, because there's no rhyme or reason for some of these games, okay? That's just the way it there is. isn't. When you're playing for nothing, sometimes it has to do with, is your coach on the hot seat? Who are the veterans on your football team? Right. What happened the last week? I'm going with the Washington Redskins. I'm putting $10 on it. But – it's scary. I'm, you're insane for betting three hundred dollars on am. a team that's playing for nothing. I hear your points. They are, you know, the but more I think stable sometimes
1: team. The NFC, like sometimes the divisional matchups, yeah. all of a sudden mean something.
0: Yeah, you they know do. What I mean, they do. I, I'm totally with you. There, there is something there to be had. Well, Washington
1: hasn't had any anything to play for for the last two weeks, and they've gone out there. Well, and I know, really they, they got
0: dominated Denver. by Arizona the week before that, and happened to win the game. Hold it out. <laughs> they did. And there's nothing to cover the spread. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying. To to deny anything, it just it would scare me to bet that kind of money of because I expect this to be Eli Manning's last game as a New York Giant. So I think the fans will be crazy. The Giants still do have talent, and the fact that the Redskins don't play a ton of man to man. Eli might be able to have some offensive semblance of just jamming little zone beaters for five-yard completions and keeping drives alive. That's the only thing that scares me. But I, I think Washington wins
1: 31-27. Jeff Aldal says, I was successful. I followed Lefko's advice. Now I'm a homeless crackhead with a pet frog.
0: Ah, good. Well, at least, you know, you got a pet frog. Uh, <laughs> do you, what do you think happens to Eli Manning? Honestly. I think he's gone. No, I know he's we I agree he's gone. Do you oh, think he play he, I don't think Eli Manning plays in the NFL again? I think it's
1: over. I don't think anybody's gonna watch film of Eli Manning. Well here's and go, my thing Ooh, is, we need to get him on our yeah, team. I think yours my concern right. about Eli not playing is about Eli. Right. Does Eli want to play anymore? How much juice does he was he really want to have left and where does he go? Right. I think there's a few teams out there. It's gonna be a very interesting offseason. It is. Here's the other thing though about Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good free agent quarterbacks. that are going to hit the market as well, I and I I would take Tyrod Taylor over Eli Manning. I would take Alex Smith over Eli Manning. I would take Teddy Bridgewater over Eli Manning. I would take. Um,
0: I don't know about Teddy uh, with his injury issue. I would but take I get Josh McCown
1: over Eli Manning. Uh, There's going to be seven or eight guys that are interested. I would take Blaine Gabbert over Eli Manning. Let, listen, Is that
0: you... crazy? What I just said? No, it's not. I mean, you would take. But but Eli is not a starter. Eli
1: is not a starter. No, like Blaine Gabbert would be a better backup. I, I I don't know what team Eli is going to. Everyone's going to say. No, Eli has changed
0: his. That's I would be shocked. Uh, Eli has changed his mantra this week too. He's kind of. Politicking to be back in New York again, because he knows that's his best chance to maybe get one more year. I believe. Our right, last in question for you, about Eli. Then we yeah. have to move on. Yeah.
1: Can you keep Eli as the backup to Davis Webb as a mentor, or will the fans constantly be like, just put in Eli? It doesn't
0: really matter. The Giants are going to draft a quarterback at yes. number two and try to follow the same formula in which they followed with Eli Manning. It's going to happen all over again. At least in my eyes, that's the way I see it. I mean, it's going to be you know Josh Allen at two or our man the Rosen one at two, whoever it may be. I'll give you better answers when I start evaluating these quarterbacks, but that's the
1: route they're going to go. I know a lot of people are going to think that I'm crazy for who I just said is better than Eli. I just look at Eli like this. I have no upside. I have no potential that he's going to like advance anymore. Uh-huh. What we've seen is what we've seen. He provides no mobility out of the pocket. He instantly crumbles as soon as he has faced any pressure. And for you to expect him to get like one or two good years of coming in and picking up a system, I just don't think he has the arm strength. I just don't see the upside. Hey, you made all your points. You're right.
0: I'm not, you know, I'm not arguing, you. It's, it's, we all got to You know, he got two rings. It doesn't mean he's a starting quarterback forever. You know, I'm an expert in the hundred meter dash, but when the race starts, I'm finishing last in the Olympics. Okay, I know all the steps. I know how to get out of the box. I'm amazing. But shit, if you can't do it, then you can't do it. Case
1: Keenum's a free agent too. I'm telling you, Sam Bradford. You know, these are all guys. I don't know. Sam's going to get hurt. Chicago (laughs) and Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by twelve and a half. They are the in my mind de facto number one seed in the NFC right now, because I don't think the Eagles are actually the number one seed. I can say that as an Eagles fan. Trubisky's been playing well lately. They've been winning games that just they've been needing to win. Their defense is ranked 8th. It's been a good year for them. Minnesota, their only chance of losing the bye is if The Rams lose, the Saints lose, they lose, and the Panthers win, win, and the Panthers take their spot. Everything else, if the Saints lose, the Vikings get a buy. The Rams lose, the Vikings get a buy. The Panthers lose, the Vikings get a buy, the Vikings win. Uh, I am going to go, I believe, $100 here on the Vikings to cover this. Uh, Do you hear that sound? It is that Case Keenum. He will rise again and let all of you understand that he is for real. And the Vikings shall (laughs) reign. I would like the Vikings to go home field throughout the playoffs. I think we have been all over the – we both picked – no, excuse me. We both picked the Vikings to win the North this year. Right. And they have done it. Right. I think they're a really good football team. Chicago is definitely going to be a tough game. Yes. But I look at this and go, the Vikings, because they're a one o'clock game and they want to, and all those other teams are at four o'clock. This is a let's handle our business game. And I think that. When I look back at Trubisky's first time that they played each other, he had a really rough game against the Vikings, right. and the only reason that game was close is that was the last Sam Bradford's going to try, right. and then Case Keenum came out in the second half and mm-hmm. tore up that Bears That was defense, Trubisky's first start, and It too. was Trubisky's right. first start. Right. I just look at this as this is a Vikings are going to want to pour it on, and I think that the Bears have been competitive, but they're not going to be able to score late in game. Man, so you're, how much did you bet on that one?
0: hundred. Man, Okay. All right. I mean, you're We're going, going 10, crazy. Already. I'm going $10. I'm putting it on the Bears because I just didn't think I they could. I spend my money out. I, I know you do. Uh, roar! Watch out.
1: Roar!
0: But the uh, – uh, listen, all your points are valid. I just think that the Bears are going to play hard. They're going to look to finish on a, on a somewhat – uh, positive note, I don't expect them to win the game. I'm picking the Vikings to win the game 24-14, to 14, but I do still have great respect for that Bears defense. Yeah. I really do. And,
1: you know, Kyle again – Fuller's been playing really well. He,
0: he is. I mean, they've they got a lot of good players on their front, and I just look at that along with the way Trubisky's played as of late and the Vikings knowing, again, they're the better team, they should win, they will win, they handle their business, but I don't think they're going to get, like, the – greatest effort in the history of the Minnesota Vikings football team because of just those human emotions. At least that's my two cents in it. And when I look at the Bears, they're going to go, well, maybe if we win a game we can save John Fox's job. And you have a rookie quarterback, they're going to want to send him into the offseason on a positive note. Those are the things I just said. Maybe they keep
1: it close. The other thing that I really liked about this game, I like that these two teams are going to be indoors. I think the Bears are very reliant, and it's wh- how their team is built, yeah. on being outside mm-hmm. and tough and keeping it in a phone booth. Yep. And I think the Vikings indoors are a different explosive team. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going, oh, they only put up, what was it, 16 or 19 against the Packers? 16, yeah. 16. Okay, well, let's bring that inside. Yeah, well, let's, I mean, I was Thielen. there,
0: and you good luck catching and throwing yes. them that night, okay? Let's get
1: feeling and digs on a fast track. Cold that's as a witch's titty out there. And I don't know if well, that's they're legal. They're
0: cold because no one touches them.
1: Dallas at Philadelphia The Dallas Cowboys are favored Yes, you heard me right It started off as the Eagles were favored But a lot of people are saying How many starters are actually going to play for the Eagles And what you just saw of them against the Raiders and the Giants Eagles are on a three-game winning streak And it feels like a three-game losing streak (laughs) The Cowboys are favored by two and a half And I am going to be going I'm going back to Mushville I'm going $10 on Dallas Uh, I just... If the Eagles pull Nick Foles, which I think they will, right. I don't know what Nate Sudfeld is going to do. <laughs> former former practice squad player of Washington, kid I watched play at Indiana right. when I was covering them in Louisville. Uh, I don't. Is there talk of Nick Foles being pulled? Yes. There is. Okay. Yes. I just I I, I, I can didn't see read it happening those. the third or fourth quarter yeah. and I think Dallas is a team that's pissed off about how they just played. I think their defense has been playing really well as of late. You we did a video talking about Jordan Lewis and and Chidobe Awuzie sure. and all their new safeties yeah. that they're bringing in there. Their defense has been good. Uh, also, Demarcus Lawrence, David Irving, they're free agents. They're going to want to show out in this last game. I don't know if you put in backup offensive linemen.
0: I don't know what to expect from this game.
1: I don't so that, know. That's why I just think Dallas has more to play for. Yeah. And the Eagles are eventually will shut it down. I, I, so I'll I, do $10 on Dallas. I guess. I mean, I'm putting $10
0: on the Eagles. Okay. I, you know, hear me out. I don't know if mine makes logic here. This Again, this is a—it's a weird thing. See, you know. You have Philadelphia, at least your team's still building towards something. They're going, you know, let's end the season on a pretty good note. Let's not take the whole week off so we have two weeks of not playing meaningful football before we have to play a battle-tested divisional playoff game. So, to me, there has to be a little bit of a fine line there with Doug Peterson to where, you know, you got to take the Belichick approach to a degree and play your guys. It's just too long for me, in in my eyes, to go, oh, we're not going to play this week, we're not going to play the wild card game, and then we're going to come out in the divisional playoff. You're missing
1: a big point. So, go ahead. Even if the Eagles play all right. their starters, right. are we that much certain that they're that much better than the Cowboys? I
0: don't know, but see, this is what, this is what scares me, too, about the Cowboys. Just to, my other side of the story sure. would be, you know, the Cowboys have been in playoff games the last three weeks. Now it finally doesn't mean shit for them. There's nothing to play for. They were beaten down in a game where they should have won against mm. the Seahawks, and now you relax and go, shit, our season's over. I mean, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, there's no fucking way I'm playing Zeke Elliott. There's no way. I'm letting him sit on the bench. I'm not even going to risk two 2018 by putting Ezekiel Elliott out there. In fact, Dak Prescott's not going to play long for me either. I don't give a crap. It's over. So that's where I fell into the I don't know. Because I've been a part of teams that do it both ways. So, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be like I know the answers here, but I but I don't know the answers Here's on these ones. I'm saying. Right.
1: When Dez comes up with one of these – and they catch a Darby or a Mills again, right? We're gonna have a really big problem in Philadelphia. Well, that's why I think but that's, but that's but why, that's I, why think I think Dallas Philadelphia is gonna play well. smart.
0: Philadelphia is gonna go, damn. We gotta fix some of the things we've done wrong the last few weeks. We gotta play. You're giving this coaching staff so, a lot of credit. So, I mean, hey, number one seed in the NFC. Man, you, you so know. it just scares me. I just bet ten dollars. Yeah, you it, bet ten dollars
1: too. It, I bet 17-14 Eagles win. The notion of you know just I'm, yeah. E-A-T-L-E. As I said on the podcast, episode 146, I am at 9%, the number of Nick Foles. For how I am in terms of That's a niner. Jets at New England. New England is favored by 15 and a half. It's coffee. Okay. Started off, I believe, at 16 and a half. The Patriots still have the 29th ranked defense in the NFL. Yeah. And yet no one can score on them anymore. But you allow 45 or 44 to the Chiefs in week one, and it's (laughs) a mess in the Saints. Uh, The Jets are playing Bryce Petty. Uh, they have actually been competitive in their games. They pushed with the Chargers. You're going, and they 300. You're going 300 on the Pats. Uh, I am going 300 on the Pats. I knew it. You're so. T-
0: I just know you. I already. Got, I got you what? down. I don't know. I just knew that's your typical. New
1: England is one of the best covers. Yeah. New England was one of those games. I'm watching the game last week, and they're playing the Bills, and it's really close. And the Bills start off with like an interception return for a touchdown. They controlled the game. I'm a radio interview in Las Vegas, and I'm going, "Oh my God, the Bills might cover. This is crazy." And Until Al Riveron overturned a touchdown, up and Deion Lewis is just running all over the place, and Gronk is catching all over the. Place. oh yeah they
0: took the saints game plan pulled the guards what the saints did the bills remember I mean, yes. that's really what they did they and they just pound bludgeoned them. them yes
1: so i look at the jets and i i want to give a uh i want to give an apology actually there was no coach that i was harder on last year than todd bowles and i want to say that here's who todd bowles is Todd Bowles last year was a coach that had the Jimmys and the Joes, right. but didn't know the X's and the O's. It was really bad in game situations and sure. ruined a lot of games at the end. This year, he did not have a lot of the Jimmys and the Joes, but he had a lot of rookies. He coached up a bad team to be what they were. I don't know if he's the guy that's going to take them to the next level, but... I just think this is a a Patriots team that last year played the Jets and beat them like 41-3 to in like a week 16. The Patriots are still playing for home field advantage, Mm -hmm. and Sims will now tell you how bad Bryce Petty was last
0: week. Oh, he was. He was bad. There's no doubt. I'm putting $10 on the Pats, okay? Um, You know, 15-and-a-half, though, is a lot. This Jets' D is real. Yes. And the Patriots offense have not been really clicking as of late. I have a hard time thinking they're going to be able to run the ball like they did last week. I mean, this Jets front seven, these front guys, they're they're big. I don't give a damn if Muhammad Wilkerson's in there or not. they are still got players. Uh, and then those safeties along with Daron Lee and – my man DeMario Davis, the Jets outhit the Chargers in that game last week. They if anybody else besides Rice Petty is playing quarterback, the Jets win. If Josh McCown is playing, they yes. win it easy. They really do. Here, That's what scares me. So here's the thing. Yeah. I so, actually didn't pick them. I picked the Pats. I didn't pick them in my normal score to cover the spread. I picked a 28-17, but I'm still going with the Pats because if I have to pick one of the other I, I I'm will going say there. the
1: Jets are a different team at home than on the road. Yeah, home they're 4 and 4, on the road they're 1 and 6. Right. On the road, these are their last road games. Yeah. They lost by twelve to the Saints. Could have been thirty. Yeah. If it wasn't for some Brandon Coleman fumbles. They got shut out in Denver twenty three to nothing. Oof. They lost to the Bucks fifteen to ten. Yeah. When the Bucks were at their absolute they worst. Were struggling. They lost at the Dolphins by three, which right. was a little bit fluky. They beat the Browns. That's yeah. their one win. Yeah. And it was a 17-14 to 14 win over the Browns. They almost lost that game. And they lost by 25 to the Raiders and 9 to the Bills. Yeah. They're just a bad team on the road. Yeah. And it's Bryce Petty on the road in the cold. And I I just think... Yeah, you're probably right on that one. The Patriots, I think, yeah. just are going to... The only thing that concerns me is, do we put... Who is the backup quarterback? Do we put in Brian Hoyer and maybe they make up for it and Bilal Powell goes off that could be scary yes but you know they're just a different team on the road i think it's a valid point there's
0: no doubt about it the patriots i mean man i mean you know how i feel already the patriots if they don't have I mean, forget the offense. If they don't have 32, 21, and 24, they wouldn't be able to stop anybody. I've never seen a team put more pressure on three guys in the secondary in
1: my life. Marcus May, Jamal Adams. No, I'm talking
0: about the Patriots, the oh, McCourty,
1: Butler, McCordy. and
0: Stephon Gilmore. I mean, they wouldn't they be money, able to play defense if they didn't have those three guys. They are so good and are so versatile. Uh, they really cover a lot of holes for that team. It's just something interesting for everybody to watch.
1: Uh, Leonard Luke saying, dude, it's the last week. Sims, bet $1,000 on it. F it. Look, we have games. Just 16 stick gates. around. Sims is going to bet a lot. Stick, and then a also, stick a stick. Stick around because instead of doing who set the bar. We are doing who is going to set the bar. Oh, So I don't know if you guys are doing Daily Fantasy, but we're each picking one. Uh, And then uh, Queen Kara Clark is saying scary drink. Uh, Plain and simple. Scary, plain and simple drink when he says that. And then Steve Allen says you guys were great this season. Thanks, Steve. Thanks so much for watching. Appreciate it, man. Houston at Indy. We're going to go quickly through this one. Talk about two teams that really don't matter. Uh, No Andrew Luck. No Deshaun Watson. Andrew Luck, do you think we ever  – see Andrew Luck again? I would hope so. I mean, gosh. Or do you think we will? I will. I do
0: think so. I think he's going to find the right answers this offseason and his traveling around. He's going to figure out who can help him. I mean, if he needs help, call me, Andrew. I can help you find the guys. I like that
1: he went overseas. Yes, of course. Because, again, you know. Yeah. medicine. medicine. Hey. And they don't just do heat. Ice, ice and, stim. and stim. Hey, yo. Uh Indianapolis has started off as a pick-em. It yep. has now swelled to four. We got it at three and a half. Uh, I am going to be taking in this game Actually, I'm going a little weird here. I'm going to Houston. I picked too many favorites, and I said, that one's a coin flip. I'm going to switch that one to Houston. I have no analysis. I really don't care. Uh, I think that I'm just, the half point scared me. Right. Because I went. How is Houston's run defense been? I mean, they have a lot of big guys.
0: It's okay. I mean, their defense is falling apart here. I mean, I don't and Jaden and Clowney doesn't game. look like he's healthy. I don't want to watch a second see, this. So that's an issue. Game. Who's playing quarterback? I went with the Colts. Ten dollars. Okay. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. Pagano's continued to coach his team hard. I'm going with Jacoby Brissett and T.Y. Hilton making a few plays. That's the only thing I say there. Ten dollars.
1: Indy is like uh, always a team in the second quarter where you're going, holy shit, they're gonna pull this. They're off. hanging in there, and then they just disappeared. They played good last week though, had a chance. Yeah, it was it was another freezing game though in Baltimore, uh, as, as one is one as tends to do. That's not what that phrase is at all. We do agree on a lot of games, yeah. And we have three identical bets. Okay. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. We both bet ten dollars on Green Bay to cover that spread. Yeah. Miami, Buffalo, we both put $10 on Miami as the underdog at home. $10. And then the Chargers, we both put $10 on the Chargers. You know, it's funny. I actually almost flipped that one to Oakland because I had talked myself so far out of it because it's 7.5. Green Bay at Detroit, I'll go quickly with this. I just think that it's going to be close- and Matt Stafford has to do it all by himself. Yeah. And I just, I think seven points is a lot for that match.
0: I think it's a lot too, especially when, the, you know, I think you take into this is that, you know, they're another team, like we said with Dallas, who's been in the playoff mix, has been playing playoff games really, and now officially, yeah, I do, I wonder where their psyche is. And Michael McCarthy and Green Bay. I I give them credit. They always come prepared, play hard. I'm with you. I took the Detroit to win 24-17, but I got 10 on the Packers.
1: Every year we look at who has motivation to play, right? and Buffalo has all the motivation in the world, and Mm -hmm. Miami really has none. But every year there's one or two where it completely goes the other way, and a team that had a chance drops the ball. I think Buffalo-Miami, I think Miami, in your words and reading your notebook, Miami kind of outplayed them in Buffalo. It was snowing. And guess what? This game is down there in Miami. I just think Miami could win this game straight up. I think do. I am not a huge fan of Buffalo in any regard.
0: No, I hear you. There, there's nothing to be excited about. The game kind of has to go a certain way for them to win, and if it doesn't, they're in trouble because they don't have enough playmakers. I mean, it's McCoy, it's Charles Clay, it's Tyrod Scramble from time to time. Miami's got a good D line. They've been better in the secondary. Their in the last past two games at home,
1: they beat the Patriots and they beat the Broncos, 35 to nine. Right. I I I picked Miami to win
0: the game outright too. I do. I think this is one of those games that it doesn't make sense. But Adam Gase going down to Miami. Just how it's annoying to go to Buffalo in December, it's not great for teams like Buffalo to go down and play an 85 degree in Miami. They're not used cal- to that either. Calm. I mean, we Maybe saw New the England Patriots and Tom Brady had the chance to get the number one seed in 2015, and they went down there and lost to the Dolphins, who had nothing to play for. I think you can see something similar to that. It's a trap game always down there in Miami. You think you're on vacation, and then all of a sudden you go, damn, and Damakensu keeps punching me in the mouth, and I don't know what to do. So I'm going uh, Fins,
1: 24-21, $10. Now, it's going to be a lot for Buffalo to make the playoffs. They need either a win and a Ravens loss, which is against the Bengals. That's coming out later, which that's possible. Yeah. That could definitely happen. Mm -hmm. Or they could win a Chargers loss and a Titans loss. Right. So the Bills obviously need to win. And then they're rooting for a Ravens' loss number one, and if that doesn't happen, Chargers' loss, Titans' loss.
0: Gosh, man. It could all happen. It could happen. I mean, it would be funny, too, if they maybe played Tyrod Taylor. They didn't need the Chargers to lose, and they actually beat them then. Well, uh, let, let's
1: do that. Yeah. Last one, Chargers are favored by 7.5 against Oakland yeah. at home. Uh, this is the team that we want to get in the playoffs. Yes. Of Chargers, Buffalo, Chargers, Bills, Titans, and... That's it. I mean, the Ravens. I want the Ravens yeah, in. Yeah, Chargers, Bills, and Titans. Right. We want the Chargers in. I want the... Chargers-Jacksonville right. would be an awesome match. Yeah, up.
0: I'm just all for the best team, and I think Jacksonville is better than those. I mean, not Jacksonville. Chargers. San Diego, Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Damn. Is better than them, all those other teams. I just think, yeah, they're, they're better quality offensive and defensively, and it leads to better games
1: in the playoffs. I think that... Do you think there's any chance that the Raiders can upset them? And how would they do that? Oh, my other question. So this is a Pagano revenge game. Yeah, right. 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 Has the Raiders' defense been yes. better since he took over for Ken Norton? Without
0: a doubt. I mean, I think you just look at it uh, as a whole. You know, let me pull it up, too, because I actually was looking at this earlier. Well, they were the good
1: against the Eagles. They
0: were good against the Eagles. They were good the week before that, too. So ever since, the let's see, they, after the Patriots game, they got blowed out, right? They let up 14 points to the Broncos. I know it's the Broncos, and they stink. 17 points to the Giants. 26 to the Chiefs, but they hung in there for a little bit. And it was especially 26
1: points in like the first two quarters. Right. Now, there was a lot of drop touchdowns. Travis Kelsey it dropped It wasn't some great. Open right. Ones, Cowboys cleaned
0: it up in the second half. Cowboys had a chance, so
1: they haven't been being they, blown they out of really the But they've been, did been playing more, the sound, yes. more sound defense altogether. Certainly improved, yes. And it's against his former team. Right. I just think that half point What'd is scary. what you do? Scary. I went $10 on the Chargers. Okay. I just think I watched the Chargers just last week completely beat the crap out of the Jets and only win by seven. Right. And I look at the Raiders. But they didn't completely beat the crap out of the
0: Jets. It was the other way around. They got the crap beat out well, of them. Well, I'll power big plays. They had the three big runs, right? Yes.
1: Right. Yeah. But Football, you, man. Just yeah, I'm taking
0: point. Chargers, $10. I'm picking them to win 24-14. to 14. Uh, I, I think Oakland, what are they going
1: to do? I, are they going to keep Del Rio? What's your bet there? For Oakland? Yeah. What are they going to do? It's hard because they don't have a GM that I don't know if he's going to be there either. Right. And Reggie McKenzie. So I don't know who's making the move. I will say... I think Del Rio's going to stay. That would be my
0: bet. He did go to the playoffs last year. I think he stays and, gets
1: and he the, cleans out his... Oh, well he's got to... Todd Downing's got to go. I mean, that, yeah, That's yeah. the thing is he admitted it. Right. Which he made, did yesterday. You're which right. Which makes me think that he talked to somebody and was like, I need yeah. to start separating yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. All right, so those are the one o'clock games. We're going to move to the four o'clocks, but first, there's a lot of people talking about your button to the top. Uh, why? yesterday Why? They ta- not
0: watch the previous 16 weeks?
1: Yes, and I, they don't know why you're not wearing a tie. Uh, we don't wear ties. This is Bleacher Report. We're we're growing. I'm we wearing this and going to the, like Kyrie's. I mean, pull it closer to you. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't pull uh, it I'll say this: uh, yesterday, when I talked about the 40-40 club, yeah. there were people that commented on the YouTube. You should go to YouTube and search Sims and Lufko. And they were like, oh, I didn't know what forty forty was. So it's our job here, living in New York City. We're not saying that New York City is better than every part in the country, but we are saying that things that happen here typically happen other places about three to five years later. And I want to let you guys know that this, this button to the top, is what is currently hip. It is a fashion thing. When I go out and I'm out in New York City, you button to the top. But, I
0: mean, don't even, don't, don't. I mean, don't people see this? I see it on TV. Like, I, I see, like you know, guys like LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. I think what they're Westbrook saying, is they're you
1: can't pull it off. Oh, is that what they're saying? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Matt Kent, what what is the over under that Sims unbuttons the top button before the end of the show? I am taking the under. Zero. It's no not... chance.
0: In fact, take the under. I mean, take the over for the year and maybe next year, too.
1: When you went to NBC. Right. I, I told you. They told me. They were like, listen, we in the beginning, we wanted to tell Sims that we should unbutton it because right. we were really worried about it, and then apparently that's his thing. And we're just going <laughs> to let him do it. That's crazy how many people talk about it. And then Leonard Luke says, nah, you slay it, bro. <laughs> Thanks, man. We're just trying to slay. All right, now 4 o'clock. And I want to applaud the NFL for doing this yeah. because I think this makes it really exciting. It also oh, yeah. makes Red Zone, man, oh, that's going to be something blow to up. Watch. Oh, it's it's gonna be blow up. It's going to be over a the place. Carolina at Atlanta. Carolina has a chance to get an actual buy in this, and Atlanta is fighting for their playoff lives. If the Panthers win and the Vikings lose, the Rams lose, and the Saints lose, they somehow get a buy because they beat the Vikings earlier in the year. Carolina at Atlanta, this is a Carolina team that I think... I like their defense, and I hate their defense. I like their defense, but I I went back and I I started thinking about the first time they played Atlanta. And I thought about that drop that Julio Jones had. And I thought about how Atlanta played really well in the first quarter and really well in the fourth quarter and got their ass kicked by Carolina in the second and third. But that was a Carolina team that... Just started getting, who was the wide receiver that got hurt, that they drafted in the second round? Oh, yeah, Curtis Samuel. He started becoming a factor. The running game was clicking. And I don't know if it's the same Carolina team right now. Yeah, That Tampa Bay game really scared me. Right, And I look at Atlanta, and it's funny. If you look at the playoff rankings right now, they are the one team currently in the playoffs for the NFC that was in the playoffs last year. Right. Philly wasn't, the Vikings weren't, the Saints weren't, the Rams weren't, and then who's the other team I'm missing? I don't know. Green Bay Packers? No, they weren't in it. No, No, fucking I'm not listening to you. Just go on with your analysis. I think that they are a team that we've been kind of shitting on them all year. But this is the kind of game that they go in there, and I think they actually win. And I think that they're going to win it by enough. I do think that I'm going to put $10 on the Falcons, minus 3.5. I think the Falcons pull this one out by more than 3.5. Okay. I'm not mad at you.
0: I put $10 on the Panthers, but I'm picking the Falcons to win the football game. Okay. I am picking that. Uh, But I look at it and just go... I mean a lot of what you said is correct. I think Atlanta's the better got better players. Atlanta's the better, more talented football team. Now they don't necessarily know exactly what their identity is, and Lefko, you've heard me say that they just call plays. There's no rhyme or yes. reason. They don't tie anything together. But I just think they have more they have a more talented defense as a whole than Carolina. I think they have a more talented offense as a whole. What scares me about Carolina, first of all, it's on the surface in Atlanta. Atlanta is mm-hmm. one of the fastest teams in football. That
1: scares me and Carolina likes to be the faster team on grass.
0: They like to be the bigger, yes, they like to be the bigger mush you know, team that's just going to kind of physically beat you into the ground. And then I go, okay, so now you, go, you look at that. Atlanta's desperate, I mean real desperate because they want to get in the playoffs. Carolina, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they can get the number two seed, but it's a long shot. You know, uh, that to me, the fact that they don't—they lost another weapon and Bird at receiver, yes. those things concern me with Carolina, let alone the fact that their pass defense is not very good. And that would scare me against the Atlanta Falcons as well. So that's why I go Falcons winning the game 22-20. I think it's close, but uh, I got the Panthers. I'm, bet, I'm betting 10 on them. Just want to let you
1: know that yeah. you're getting people drunk right now. Awesome. I, the amount of times that you're saying scares uh, me. Uh, scares me. You know, plain and simple, it scares me. Um. Pete De- De Grassi says, guys, can you remind me what your preseason Super Bowl picks were? Oh, gosh. Uh, mine was well, Patriots-Giants. And mine was Patriots-Seahawks, right. which is still alive. Uh, but your divisional picks were Giants, Vikings, Saints, Seahawks? Giants, Vikings, Saints, Seahawks. Well, Vikings yes. and Saints, I think, were really good picks by you. Thank you. And then you went Patriots. I think you went Ravens. I think I went, I went Ravens, Steelers, too. Yep. And then you went tennessee which was Jacksonville, and then I think you went Broncos. I think I did go Broncos.
0: I went Broncos. I know I got the Pittsburgh in maybe the playoffs as a wild card.
1: I can't remember yes. who, and
0: I think I picked Oakland maybe as a wild card too. Yeah, yeah.
1: New York is definitely one of the top. New York, Denver to me are like the two top most disappointing teams. Yeah, they've and the class. Raiders. And the Raiders. Yeah. But they've at least been fighting lately. Yep. New Orleans, Tampa Bay. And this game, when I was talking about it with Sims, he said this one is scary. JMS went stints, figured it out. And the Saints, they can run the ball. And this game's in Tampa Bay. And I'm putting $10 on New Orleans. Uh, I'm only going $10 on New Orleans. Yeah. Something... Yeah. Hey, folks. Um, Something clicked with Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. But that Carolina game, that was one of my big bets, and I thought Tampa Bay was going to get shellacked. Right. And they connected with big plays left and right with Mike Evans, and I thought Godwin looks really fantastic. And their defense was where it needed to be. Right. And I look at New Orleans. I think New Orleans is a different team on the road. And I just could see this one being a little hairy. I think the Saints lately, I haven't been that impressed with Drew Brees. Right. And on the road lately, they lost to the Falcons 20-17. to They lost to the Rams 26-20. to So they're 0-2 in their last two. And then the week before that, it was when they blew up the Bills. But I think it's been very interesting. Since that Bills blowout... Yeah. They haven't been that great. That was like their coming out party. And then it was the almost blow a lead to Washington, lost to the Rams, beat the Panthers, lost to the Falcons, not have a great game against the Jets, a lot of issues. And then the Falcons game was a good win. It was. I just, I think that Tampa Bay, I don't know, I think they're going to keep it close.
0: I'm I'm with you. I mean, Tampa's scary. I mean, the, the, the way... You got me in my head. I'm saying, <laughs> uh, I'm mean, I'm still a believer in Jameis Winston. I am. I, I know that. Listen, is he perfect? No. Uh, I'm going ten dollars on the
1: Bucks. Okay. Take charge, yo ho, yo ho. The pirate's leave for me. We will eat this W, <laughs> and we will scourge <laughs> the. Uh,
0: oh, I, I think. Um, Again, this, the human emotions parts, yes, being on the road. I think the Saints are clearly the better football team. We know that. I'm picking them to win the game 27 to 20, which actually would be a push. But I think if it's anything, it's a little closer than that. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I do think there's still respect for Dirk Cutter. I think they're going to try to win a game to send him out on a good note, maybe save his job. I do think Jameis Winston has tremendous
1: respect for him. I, what do you think about one yeah. game saving a coach's job? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really does. Would you fire but, Dirk Cutter uh, if you were Jason Light? You're sitting at Hooters and you're with your boys.
0: Gosh, well, I know that's. I mean, that, the, you know, Jason Light has to be accountable in this situation as well. I mean, he doesn't exactly put like the greatest team there I've is ever seen not assembled. Not roster. No. no. So, no. but the
1: problem with Hard Knocks is you focus on Deshaun Jackson, Gerald McCoy, and Jameis Winston to go. There's studs they're still going to be good. Mike Evans go, well, is the there. Well, the lines have been awful for right. the last two years. Exactly right. I really like Dirk Cutter's
0: offense. Uh, I do not like their defensive scheme. Uh, that's an issue. Well, Mike going to I know. I mean, running back, offensive line, pass rush. Uh, people in the secondary—that's kind of important to have winning football team. They don't have that, it, but I still think just at the the very least that. Yeah, Jameis Winston and his ability to throw the ball down the field and make plays in the passing game scares me against New Orleans, who can be aggressive on the defensive side of the ball and play man to man and let up plays from time to time. So I, I think the Saints win, but I, I think it's twenty seven twenty and I'm putting ten on the Bucks.
1: I wonder if the Saints are gonna try and out duel McVay and lose They're on not
0: totally desperate. To the no, but the they round. can't do that. They because can't they, they the lose Panthers a home playoff win. game. They don't want to lose. So they're not going to be totally unmotivated. They're going to want to win the game to make sure they get the wild card
1: game home. Cincinnati, Baltimore. This game is at minus 9.5 for the Ravens who are fighting for their playoff lives. I'm just opening up an app right now to see how it started this line. So keep that graphic up. It started off as minus 10 for Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore's defense is ninth. Cincinnati's offense has not recovered for how they started the year. They're still ranked 32nd in the NFL. Um, It's a a 9.5 point line for Baltimore. Yeah. And I have said before on this show that I think Baltimore is a scary team when you get the playoffs. I think Joe Flack goes, form has looked a lot better. I think they found something in Alex Collins. Their O-line is still getting beat up, and I love their run defense, but Cincinnati is always one of those teams that I think is so much more athletic and talented than people even realize. Mm-hmm. Their pass rusher that you called out during the draft, Carl Lawson, Carl Lawson yeah. has been a revelation. Mm-hmm. Their secondary is one of the best in the NFL. Maybe we get perfect back, I'm not sure, but Geno Atkins is still good. Right. And I think Cincinnati always plays the Ravens' tough. Other than that, twenty to nothing upset or no, sh- shutout in the beginning of the year. Yeah. when they didn't really like their offensive court, and it was it was misleading. I mean, I think AJ Green could have a big day sure. against the Ravens secondary, and I'm going to go one hundred dollars on Cincinnati. Good bet. I don't think that they necessarily win. I just think the Ravens are one of those teams like the Seahawks where I go, why are they getting so many points for a team that struggles to score points? Right. They didn't cover against the Colts, and now they're playing the Bengals, who I think are a more talented team. Yeah. And it might be Marvin Lewis's last game. Yeah, Win one for the Gipper. Exactly right. I'm Those, going
0: 100 on Cincinnati. That's a good bet. This is one of the games I thought about betting. I'm going $10 for the Bengals. Uh, I, I mean, nine and a half. I mean, if I was a better, this would be a game I really would think about. I mean, you said it right. I mean, oh, the Colts had nothing to play for. And the Ravens hung on by the skin of their teeth to win the football game. I mean, it could have easily been pass interference on that fourth down. And gosh, the Colts win the game and the Ravens are out of the playoffs. Yes. The, they do. The Bengals traditionally, really, the last four years, have had the Ravens number. They are not going to be bullied by the raisin, Ravens. The we'll, Bengals or are the ra- Or the Ravens. But they're a physically gifted football team, like you mentioned. Marvin Lewis, probably his last game. I do think they're going to give their best effort. They're going to go in there. They're going to play loose. I wouldn't be shocked if you saw a trick play or two. Marvin trying to fuck his old team yeah. the old-fashioned way. Uh, I still like the Ravens to win the game, but I'm going go
1: to go 23-20. to I think it's going to be a nail-biter. So I really 2016, do. Week 17, the game that you called, I did it. the Bengals beat the Ravens and 27 And to the Ravens
0: wanted to win. Let me just tell you, in the pregame meetings the night before, they were like, we're going to end this season on a good the note. The Bengals are We're sick of being bullied the by the Bengals. They were saying those type of things. The game started and the Bengals
1: steamrolled them. Look. The Bengals are They're more record, athletic right, than the Ravens. Definitely. They have better talent all right. over the field. The first game last year, the Ravens won nineteen to fourteen. So right. that game was close. But the years and then if you go that, the year was, before that, right. they beat the Ravens in Week Seventeen again, right. okay. twenty-four to sixteen. And then earlier that year, they beat them again, yeah. twenty-eight to twenty-four. Right. You go back to twenty fourteen, they beat they swept the Ravens that year too. I know. So they swept the Ravens. They've beaten the Ravens like six out of the, the last, last seven times or something, something like that. that. Yeah, the it's five or like that. Seven. Right. So the Bengals really have had their yeah, number. Yeah, the Ravens
0: are aware of it. Like I said, when I went to that meeting last year, they were very aware that the Bengals have physically beat them a few times, and they don't like it. The Ravens want to bully people.
1: Let us now go to Jacksonville at Tennessee, and this happens every year where you have a Week 17 matchup, which could also be a playoff matchup. Ooh. If the Titans win, guess what? These two teams are facing each other yet again, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee is favored by three and a half in essence because Jacksonville has nothing to play for, and there's a chance that, yes, that phrase, they're going to rest their starters. But here is what I But think. he hasn't said that, right? He Four said seven. they were going to play. But here's what happens. Yeah. I'm putting $20 on Jacksonville. I had an extra $10. I think Jacksonville's the better team. I think they're pissed off that Tennessee beat them into the ground early. Does it scare me that DeMarco Murray is hurt and it could be all Derrick Henry? Of course. But do you know what I get excited about? Doug, please rest the starters. Because that means you're going to get an upgrade at quarterback. (laughs) If you bench Blake Bortles, I actually feel more confident in the Jaguars with Chad Henney. I look at the matchup, and I don't think that Tennessee can cover really well, and I like the matchup of these Jacksonville wide receivers. And even people think that when you rest your starters, it's like college. Yeah. And you pull 40 guys. Yeah, no, I know. You're pulling like six guys exactly off the right. field. And I think the depth of Jacksonville, their team all over the place, it's just a bad matchup. I, I like Jacksonville. I like getting points with a better team, so I'm going to go 20. You think they're going to win the game? Yeah, I think they're going to screw over Tennessee. I, I, I.
0: Well, I'm. With, I mean, I'm with. I'm going ten dollars on the Jags. <laughs> you don't even see me. I'm in the jungle. I'm a jaguar. <laughs> the, I, I mean, let's talk through this. I mean, really. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a lot of like mental psyche to this game, right? I mean, to me. The Jaguars, they can't rest their starters. You can't go into the playoffs after what you did last week in San Francisco and getting diced up. Your defense puts its worst performance of the year, arguing with each other on the sidelines. That's no way to go into the playoffs. This is Doug Marone, Tom Coughlin, Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells. I think they're going to play. I think they're going to realize that. I also think your point is valid where – I don't think they want to play the Titans again in the playoffs. I think the Titans are a bad matchup for the Jaguars. There's a weakness that we've seen from the Jaguars. You can run the football on them. This is the kind of team that can run on them because of Mariota's ability to keep the ball at the back door. Okay, so that scares me. And then, yes, I mean, you know, I know Blake Bortles had those three games where everybody just went, whoa, but let's not forget, I mean, gosh, the Arizona game. I was calling them to run the wildcat offense cuz he was so bad. The week before that, the Browns game that was 12 to 7 and the defense scored one of the touchdowns. That was an issue. The Vikings 19- portals
1: played well against Seattle whose secondary's been beaten Stinks. Up no, it's Stinks.
0: Right. His stinks. Yes. And the Colts who stink. Yes. They're like the five worst pass defenses in football. So, uh I I'm going to go Jaguars 19-17 in the game. I think it's a really
1: interesting matchup because I am interested to see the psyche of the Jaguars and where they go. Kevin Idle wants to talk shit. Good. You want to hear it? Yeah. He says, How many times have you been to the playoff, Sims? Shut up. And he wrote Sims one. one more
0: album. time than Blake Bortles. I've been there. Shut
1: your mouth, viewer. Yeah. Tr- Tune out. I've been there once. i think good, too. And Chris played well. And if you go to YouTube, he actually threw a game-winning touchdown that the receiver... Calvin
0: it, Johnson it, ruled.
1: ...that they Went to to the uh, replay and yeah. they took away the touchdown in Washington. But
0: that's such a who is that guy? Kevin Idle. Kevin, that's such a stupid argument. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, it's like it's like going. Well, I love when people go. Well, what you didn't have a good career. I mean, what do you know about it? I mean, Bill Belichick didn't have a good career either. But goddamn, he knows how to coach a fucking football team. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I I've been doing this my whole life, Kevin. Turn off the channel, get off no, no, our website. No, let them watch. No, get off of Bleacher Report. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> the hell
1: with you. I think it's really interesting. It's like uh, it's the same people that say, what do you know you haven't done anything? Or the same people that if a football player told them, what do you, you know you never What's played? What's your job, you like, Kevin, I can say I'm
0: going to tell you what to do with your job. I only invest my whole life into this for the last That's actually 20, a good question. Kevin, years.
1: if you haven't signed off, let us, we're not, I'm not trying to make fun of your profession. That's not what I'm going to do. If it's a student, it's a student. If you work somewhere, you could be a, a hedge fund manager. Sims is going to give you job advice. Right. At, coming up next. That's so what Kevin, I'm going to I'm going to start doing We're not going to make fun of you. I swear to God. Right. I just want to know what you do. And we're going to give you some I swear, advice. I don't swear. I might. I'm sorry. All right, let us go to the next one. I knew it was fun to bring up. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle, they are fighting for their playoff lives. They win, Atlanta loses, and Seattle ends up with a 10-win season. Yet another reason why I think... Man, you can still make a Russell Wilson MVP case. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. The Seahawks are favored by nine. They're taking on a Cardinals team, which has a sixth-ranked defense in the NFL, which is pretty incredible. It is. Um, And then this could be the last Bruce Arians game. Yeah. So it's another win-one for the Gipper. Right. I'm doing $100 on Arizona. Okay. Because... Seattle, nine points is freaking crazy. Mm -hmm. Seattle should have lost against the spread last time against Arizona on Thursday night football. Arizona is a a team historically that has always played well against Seattle. Uh, I think Seattle's really beaten up. And yes, did they beat the Cowboys? Sure. But they had more penalty yards than offensive yards. For Seattle, yeah, Um,
0: I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a team get their butt whooped so badly and win a game. It's unbelievable.
1: And Chandler Jones and those guys can get after the quarterback. Six
0: yards for Ezekiel. Six yards for Ezekiel. At one point, he had 14 carries for 70 yards, and no run was longer than eight yards. That tells you you're getting bludgeoned up front.
1: Is this going to be your big bet? Uh, Slide that thing. It is. Oh, wow. <laughs> $10, $10 on Arizona's. What's that, little birdie? What's that? You're
0: not scared of the Seahawk? Okay. Here you go, little birdie. Oh, this is a cute little birdie. I like little red birdie. This is so cute. Cool.
1: I would love to look back this year at all of the lines for the Seahawks because I feel like they've had some of the biggest lines all year, and I don't feel like they've actually done that well.
0: Well, it, it, they. I mean – of course, Seattle nine points. I, I, I'm just shocked by that. I, I really am. I understand it's at home. I'm only betting ten dollars because it is in Seattle. Arizona has found more ways in the last two years to screw up wet dreams than any other team in football. Okay, so they they could find a way to you know throw a pick six, have a fumble, you know whiff on a punt. Who knows what they can do? They can do it all. Arizona, I've seen it all from them over the last year. Miss a you know a ten foot field goal. Um, they they've done it every which way. I'm picking Seattle. They're not even the better team in this matchup. I'm picking Seattle because of Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson and the 12s. That The fact that they're at home. That's the only reason. I'm picking Seattle to win the game 21-20. When I originally had to pick the games, I picked the Cardinals to win the game. The Cardinals' defense is real. There's no, there going to be no fear of anything Seattle does other than let's just try to contain Russell. Are You still looking for Kevin Idle's comment? No, and, I'm
1: looking at how they've done against and, the spread.
0: And I just... Uh, To me, uh, yeah, I, I like Seattle to win the game and just squeak by, but I have no confidence in them being able to win a game by more than nine points.
1: It really is wild when you when you look at this team. They were favored by seven against the Niners, eight and a half against Washington that they lost, six and a half against the Texans they didn't cover. They were, co- they were twelve and a half over the Colts and that one was like really close for right. three quarters. Thirteen and a half against the Niners. They've gotten some big spreads for a team that I just don't think puts together offense often.
0: No, they don't. But when you have a magic man at quarterback and then a defense that is caused turnovers traditionally over the last few years, that probably gives them a little more respect in Vegas' eyes than it should.
1: Yeah, I hope you guys realize that we're at a point with doing this show where we're going to be the most real motherfuckers that you've ever seen in your entire life. And if you are used to people watching people on TV with ties and stuff, and you want to be like, well, they're still going to give it their best. We don't play that shit. We have one rule. We're going to tell you exactly how it is because we're more competitive than anything. There's nothing that's getting me like this right now. I just think sometimes you got to mix it up. No, something, just... Something's getting to you. No, 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 nothing is. Okay. No, I just, I think, um, I think we're fucking good at this shit, and that's I get excited about it. Uh, Let us now go Kansas City at Denver. I know I need to sit down. No, let me tell. Yeah, I don't know why I'm I'm getting excited about this. We got the Denver Broncos hosting. (laughs) Yeah, you bet it. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. My homies, Mahomes. It is Patrick time Mahomes. for the Mahomes. Denver still has the second-ranked defense. Kansas City still has the fifth-ranked offense. Kareem Hunt is back in the Offensive Rookie of the Year voting for sure. For with sure. With what he's done, and Matt Nagy has turned it around. And wouldn't you know that Denver comes into this game and they are favored by three and a half. I am so excited for Patrick Mahomes. I am going $300 on Kansas City. I trust Patrick Mahomes, even though he's never played, more than I trust Paxton Lynch. This is only the fourth time this season that Paxton Lynch has been active, and I know he was hurt. But Paxton Lynch has been completely erratic. I know at least that Patrick Mahomes is really athletic and can run around. And I think what Nagy has done is simplify the offense, and I know that Denver's a defense that they do have the horses. But I'm going to steal all your lines from yesterday. (laughs) Kansas City, for the last five games, their offensive line has stayed together, and they're gelling. They're focusing on getting the ball to three different people. Tyree kill. Travis Kelsey and Kareem Hunt, and I look at Patrick Mahomes. And I think he's more talented than Alex Smith, and I'm getting three and a half points. <laughs> what money? How much money did you put on it? Three hundred dollars. You put three hundred dollars on this? Yes.
0: Oh, I can make a
1: comeback this week. Wait, oh. did you? You've so, Oh, you're saving it all for San Francisco. I'm going ten dollars. Oh my of god! Okay,
0: ten dollars. Okay. Uh, I think Denver's going to win the game, 19-17, okay? Uh, I do. I know they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm just going to go with the fact that they're at home. Their defense is still good. They're the type of team that's going to go and want to try to get one more win for their head coach, Vance Joseph, who seems to be on the hot seat. There's some veteran leadership on the Broncos. They do have pride. It is at home. It's not easy when you haven't taken reps with the number 1 team all year or even got on the field and then come in Week 17 and think you're going to be hitting on all cylinders, uh, a.k.a. like a Patrick Mahomes, okay? So that to me, and the fact that Kansas City's totally checked out, they're basically just throwing the basic game plan out this week and they're preparing for their wild card matchup and who that could be. That's why I think Denver will win the game 19 17. Uh, I'm hoping they win it by a few more points than that now.
1: Man. And you lose. I am so excited for Mahomes. Yeah. That's. Is there any chance. What if Mahomes throws for 400 and runs for 100? Uh, the, they're going to bench Alex Smith. Look, you know that I am too reasonable for. To, to, to think that that's a possibility. right? But I do think the national media, and I do think the reporters, it's going to start the questions. If he and, goes and, off. And, and if it's a slow first half for Alex Smith in the wild card, oh, my God. If he goes off, that's the perfect scenario for drop. But that's
0: not just not Andy Reid's style. I, I just can't see that. Andy Reid's loyal to a fault almost. So I think he ride or dies this year with Alex Smith, even if he throws three picks in the first half of the wild card game. I still think
1: he'll be out there. That means that Sims has saved his big bet for the last game. Because have you only bet $10 on every single game? You have. San Francisco at the Rams. Now this game has done almost a 10-point flip. The line started off as the Rams minus 6.5. Currently, it's at... Niners minus three and a half. We had to do this last night, so we got it at two and a half. McVay, resting the starters. I would have been all over that crap if I knew the Rams were favored at first. What? Six and a half. And it's been almost like a – it is. It's a ten-point swing. The Rams are resting the starters. There is no team hotter right now than the San Francisco 49ers. I am going to go $300 on the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I love this game. Kyle Shanahan put up 39 points on the Rams' defense when they played before, and his starting quarterback was Brian Hoyer. And the first drive of the game, he threw a pick six. Yeah. The Niners, this defense is coming together with Reuben Foster and some of the decisions they're making. And Jimmy Garoppolo on this offense It is ready to expose yet another defense. The Rams defense, well, it's going to be all backups, uh, which, man, just do it. Biggin'
0: for gold. 49ers. 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 Biggin' for gold. Jimmy G. Jimmy GQ.
1: Kyle Shanahan. If you're going to San Francisco. Um... Man. You could jump up if you get this and I lose, like, all of mine. I can make him run here, right? We'll see. Hold on. You you keep talking. I'm going to okay. do the math. I'll keep talking. Uh,
0: this game, to me, was the only game of the week I really knew what I was going to get in my eyes. That's where I just looked at it. And, listen, I'm not a good better, but I'm just telling you this part of it, that the Rams are checked out. No Aaron Donald, no Gurley, no Goff. I would imagine Tremaine Johnson will be out of there early as well, and some of the other finer players that the Rams have on this team. They are preparing for their possible wild card round matchup. The 49ers are trying to end their season on something positive and continue to grow on what they've done the last few weeks. Most confident team in the NFL, easily. Right. Added to the fact that they're playing a team that doesn't care, and Jimmy Jimmy G and Shanahan's gonna want to put one more big Outing together for his team and why I'll do it in front of Sean McVay, who's his buddy, who he's competitive with, and he's going to want to show him what his future quarterback looks like. Because I think this is going to be an amazing rivalry for like the next five or six years. And if
1: he puts up like a good 30 spot again, his points per average against Wade Phillips will look really good. Going into next <laughs> you're, year. you're
0: right. And and the the 49ers defense, it, it's not great, but they play hard every week. Sean Mannion's going to have to play. Like I just said with Patrick Mahomes, it's not easy when you haven't done crap for 16 weeks, and then all of a sudden they go, hey. We expect you to hit Sammy Watkins right on time when he runs the 20-yard out. Oh, okay. I haven't thrown a ball to him since August, but sure, no problem. So, to me, it just looked like San Francisco all the way.
1: I'm going San Francisco. <laughs> I'm coming back, baby. All right, let us look at the big bets. Obviously, the Coast Sims lock is the San Francisco minus 2.5. Uh, I have 300. You have 14.50. I am going 300 on Kansas City against Denver as three-and-a-half-point dogs. I am going 100 on Arizona as nine-point dogs in Seattle, who even if if they win at home, Seattle's home record will be four-and-four. Think about that. I am going $100 on Cincinnati, nine-and-a-half-point dogs against Baltimore. Uh, I am going... $300 $300 on New England to cover the 15.5 against the Jets. Hopefully Bryce Petty converts some pick sixes. I am going to say that Minnesota also covers their 12.5 against Chicago, which that one scares me a little bit. Yeah. And then my other really big bet is Washington uh, favored by three, uh, $300. I think yeah. Washington just goes, Eli, we're putting you out of your misery.
0: I like Out of your bets there, I think I like the Patriots one and the Bengals one the best.
1: I look at them and I I go like this. I go Washington. I think I like Kirk Cousins more than Eli and everything going on there. Uh, Bryce Petty. I like betting against him. Uh, I like. Yeah, I mean, I I said all of it. Good. Kansas City, though, I'm excited about that one. I'm really excited about. so, oftentimes we tell you who has not only raised the bar but who has set the bar. Uh, but this week we want to tell you who is going to set the bar in week 17. Which player do you believe is going to go out there and just completely set a new standard?
0: Well, he's a guy that I just talked about and that's Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy GQ. Yes. Uh the new coming of age of the San Francisco 49ers and their franchise quarterback who has been phenomenal, moving on the, you know, moving in the pocket. On the run, making throws from different vantage points, sidearm, over the top, whatever it may be. But Garoppolo has been super impressive. The Shanahan offense is in full swing with Garoppolo at quarterback. His skill set fits it. Oh, yeah. And the Rams don't care about the game. I expect Jimmy Garoppolo to throw for at least 350 in the game and three touchdowns. I think he goes off and will be the bar
1: for Week 17. I'm also going to pick a quarterback, and I'm going to pick a quarterback that Kyle Shanahan loves a lot, and his name is Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is in the ultimate screw you, pay me phase. Look, I know it's been a down year. But the man's going to throw for over 4,000 yards. He's got about a 3-to-1 touchdown-interception ratio. And his big free agent acquisition was a bust. He lost to Sean Jackson. He lost Pierre Garçon. Yet another year of not having Jordan Reed. Right. And his running back situation has been abysmal. Right. And his offensive line has been awful. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk Cousins goes out there against the Giants defense that has been allowing a lot of pass plays. Yep. And I think Kirk Cousins and Jay Gruden, whether Jay Gruden is fighting for his job here, whether he wants to go to Cincinnati I think there's a lot of motivation for these guys to individually perform well sure. and I think they're a team week in week out that have given it their all and I think that Kirk Cousins goes out there and has a big week I hear you There's a lot of good points there thank, thank you very you know. much uh, It is now time for Sims to give you five teams guaranteed to lose, and we start off with the J-E-T-S, lose, lose, lose. Yeah, sorry,
0: Jets, you're going to lose. You're going to New England, and New England's still playing for something, and you're the Jets. Uh, Plain and simple, let's just put it like this. Petty less than Brady means
1: lose, Jets. Sorry, see you next year in 2018. Next up, it is going to be... Put the car in the shy and the shy gone go. What does that spell? Chicago. I don't know. Lethko don't know what the hell he's
0: singing, but the Bears going to lose. Sorry, Minnesota's better. They're going to play to make sure they get at least one game at home in the playoffs as the number two seed. The Vikings are the most well-rounded team in the NFC playoff picture, I believe. Bears, sorry, next year for you. I like Mitchell Trubisky, but Bears going to lose. Sorry. Next up, yo-ho, yo-ho. The- The Bucs are going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Saints coming to town, baby. They're playing their saxophone. They're feeling good. It's Drew Brees. It's that running game. What really scares me is the Buccaneers' defense. It's not very good. The Saints, their offense, it's very balanced. They can run it down your throat, bombs away, whatever it is. And I just don't trust the Buccaneers as a full team altogether. Bucks, you're going to lose. I still like you, though, Tampa.
1: Yes. Next up, the winter wind is a raider. A raider. A raider. A winter
0: wind in Los Angeles, California is going to come to town. His name's Philip Rivers. Sorry, Raiders, you're going to lose. The Chargers are trying to get in the playoffs. You're out. You're going to lose because I said so. I'm the freaking Oracle and deal with it.
1: Move on to the next one. Next one? Wow. Uh, Guaranteed to lose for the 16th time this uh, season. I am 16-0 with you. Or no, I'm about
0: to be 16-0 with you. I'm 15-0 with you that damn bye week, but I got to seize it who believes it and this is part 16 and I don't believe it yes sorry sorry Cleveland Browns it's the Pittsburgh Steelers there's a chance that they can still get the number one seed in the AFC playoff picture and they're at home and it's Big Ben and I know there's no Antonio Brown but the Steelers are better and they're pissed off by James Harrison leaving town sorry Cleveland see you later Hugh Jackson it's cold in Lake Erie be
1: careful so you picked four road teams and the Bucks at home. Is there which of these teams worries you the most? Which one worries me the most? That they could actually win. That they could actually win. I think
0: would be the Oakland Raiders. That would be the one that would scare me the most. Yes, I do get worried about Jameis just going off against the Saints defense. But I feel. That if I had to pick one, there I'm going. Back. I
1: forgot. That's also the the revenge game on Mike Evans for diving into Marshawn Lattimore's Ooh, back. I forgot about that too. And there'll be a lot of there energy a cheap there. Shot, right. Have you ever been in a situation where you couldn't make the playoffs in Week 17, but your team was playing a team that could? Uh, yes. How much motivation oh is there in ruining the dreams of another team? It's
0: fun to ruin the dream. It's also what happens too in a lot of these situations is you're playing loose, right? Oh, okay. We can just go out here and play loose. And what really happens, what becomes scary in these kind of matchups, is the coaches' game plan loose. They are more mm. willing to do things that they didn't do. Maybe it's like a bowl game, right? It's week ten. They're still in the playoff picture. I don't want to try this play. We but have an execution sitting on this but,
1: flea flicker
0: all year. Exactly. Or this fake punt. Right. Or this hook and
1: ladder. And play. I got
0: nothing to lose if it fire. So hey, let's call in it. In fact, the fans will appreciate exactly. it more because, because trying I'm to win. you're ballsy, right? Exactly. Right. So that's what happens.
1: Uh, I can remember one game the Raiders have an offensive line yeah that keep like that's the thing like of all the teams that you're picking yeah. like the Jets I get it with the quarterback mm-hmm. Chicago they're playing an, a really good team Oakland and the Chargers are not that far apart no they're not two weeks ago the Raiders were still in it right Tampa Bay they've looked like a revelation and Cleveland they don't look like an 0 16 team, no. but their quarterback will make sure of it just in yeah, case. Yeah, they find the
0: ways to lose games. That's all there is to it. All
1: right, so of all the teams fighting for playoff spots, okay, who do you think shits the bed? So you have Seattle, Atlanta, you yeah. have Seattle, Atlanta, and the NFC. Yeah, I want Atlanta bill. to get
0: in. Okay. I want
1: Atlanta to be in just because
0: of like I've always told you. I think it's going to still give us the best scenario for the best matchups in the playoffs. You games.
1: picked Miami to beat Buffalo, so I that's do. them shitting the. Man. Yes, I do. The Ravens you think will win, but it'll be close. close. Chargers you think they're going to win, but that one could be
0: close. Yep, and I got Tennessee losing to. I got Tennessee
1: losing to Jacksonville, and if Tennessee loses, yeah,
0: I'm rooting for the Chargers to get in. Again, same reasons. I always root for the teams that I think are the best to get in the playoffs just in case there's upsets or whatever else. We still have good matchups going forward. That's what I want. I want the six best quality football teams uh, to play in the playoffs just so as a viewer, as a fan, that we have the best playoffs possible.
1: All right, so guys, next week just some scheduling stuff. The playoffs will be set. Uh, We will not have a Sims and Lefko podcast or show Monday because it is New Year's Day. Right. But we will be breaking down all of the big time matchups. We'll spend about, you know, 10 minutes on every single game, covering it from head to toe. And then to all the guys, all the fans of teams that are rooting for teams that are not in the playoffs, we are going to go so in depth this offseason, breaking down the moves. We don't need to really predict coaching firings, but we'll react to it when that happens next week on Tuesday. Uh, But thank you guys so much. At 1 o'clock next Tuesday, we will be live. And that will be, I think, mainly talking about the firings and recapping. And then episode 147 will be kind of game planning. And then we're going to keep doing the pick show on Thursday. So thank you guys for subscribing. Check out the YouTube channel. Just search Sims and Lefko. It will pop up. Check us out on social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Sims and Lefco For Sims, Cedric would say, good evening, Earthlings. And the L-E-F-K-O-E Man. says, good night, love y'all, talk to you soon, and good luck to your teams if they're trying to make it into the playoffs.